Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. I was going through some past videos that I had made uh, talking about the Chinese corporate debt market and the possible contagion scenario that could come from it. And I found this video, um, Your Time to Prepare is Gone. It was a, kind of a popular one back when I made it. And a lot of people were calling me a fear monger for putting it out there. Now, in that video, I was talking about the Chinese corporate debt market and pretty much describing exactly the scenario that has taken place right now. Now, one of the things that I had brought up in that video as far as talking about the you know Chinese corporate debt market collapse and causing a contagion is that it would spread here into the United States and start a you know, hitting our corporate debt market here. Now, I said you got to keep an eye on all this stuff. Now, of course, it hasn't happened here in the United States yet. Now, as people are chasing that yield, they're looking for a place to park their money. They're finding it in that corporate debt market, which is driving the yields down and the prices up. But right now, we are seeing a shift taking place inside of the U.S. Treasuries and that if the U.S. Treasuries continue to rise, they are going to encroach, that yield is going to encroach closer and closer to the yields on the corporate debt market. And eventually, the investors are going to be like, why would we in risky corporate debt when we can be in the safe haven U.S. Treasuries and they're going to start dumping their debt, their corporate debt and getting into the U.S. Treasuries. That's my feeling is going to take place. It hasn't happened yet. In fact, it's completely opposite of that taking place as far as I can tell. But the U.S. Treasuries are beginning to rise, so we'll see. I mean, it's just a matter of time before that could happen. So I just haven't been right yet. But the other thing that I was talking about in that video was the shortages. I knew there was going to be shortages coming up. I could sense it, I could feel it, I could see it taking place inside of the products that I sell. I work retail for a living, I can look at the catalog and see what was taking place. And I could see that there were shortages happening all over the place. It started with masks. Remember the N95 mask shortage? I could see them depleting out of the inventory levels from the warehouse. And I could see all the different styles and brands and you know packaging amounts. And all of those things were depleting. So I knew there was going to be a shortage coming up. I bought a package of it and made a video about it. And people gave me hell saying that I was some kind of evil person for wanting to sell my package of 10 N95 masks for a profit. I, I just loved it when people told me that. I was like, man, if I bought 10,000 masks, then you would say that I would be some kind of gouger. I was just buying them as a point that this is what you could do with it, and I was right. Now, the other thing I saw were canning lids. Same thing. I mean, I know like a lot of people don't look at canning lids as any big deal, but it's a very big deal. This is the way you can preserve food. If the power goes out, your canned goods are still good. I know people who lost a lot of food in that video that I put out. I'll leave a link to that video down in the description. But in that video, I was talking about how there was people I knew who lost a lot of lot of meat in the freezer. They had multiple freezers that when the electricity went out for days on days, they weren't able to keep them running. They lost all the food in those freezers, and that was a lot of meat. And so when people are prepared... Prepared means that not only do you have the food on hand preserved inside of the freezer, but the capabilities of being able to preserve all that food as well. And even if you had the capabilities of canning, you would have to have a lot of people working canners in order to preserve like 
as much meat as I know one person had lost. I mean, that would be, it would be a lot that you would have to have on hand. So being prepared is something that you need to be like looking at at all levels, like not just as far as like what's going to happen inside of the bond market, but as far as what's going to happen with the food supply. And that was another one that I got a lot of hell for, for putting a video out just a few weeks ago saying that, you know, lumber, yeah, it's dropped. Don't worry about lumber anymore. Focus in on food. Food's going to be an issue. And sure enough, here we are. Food's an issue. And I knew this was going to take place. Like I could, you could just see it. You could sense it. You can feel it. And you get this gut reaction and you go off of instincts. And this is what I felt was going to take place. And I mean, I can't always explain how it is that I feel these things other than, you know, you look, this is one of the things I told my wife was, you look at all these possible scenarios and then you follow the path of least resistance. What, which one do you think is going to be the path of least resistance? And that's the one that, you know, you end up kind of leaning towards whether you want it or not. It's not whether you want it. I mean, you live your life the way you feel that life should be lived or the, the world that you want to see. I think that's probably the better way of going about it. But when it comes to reality, you know, it's the path of least resistance. And that's the one that, you know, that's the one that's going to most likely come up, be the outcome. So anyway, I wanted to uh, leave links to a bunch of uh, articles talking about the food shortages that are definitely taking place throughout the world and will soon be taking place here noticeably in the United States if you're not already noticing it. And a link to that video where um, your time to prepare is gone, which, you know, again, I found pretty interesting. So um, as far as, you know, the things that I was able to accurately call out in that video. Now, this comes from our buddy, UFO Engines. Right. I just love this guy. He sends me the coolest stuff. The Amish, the Enduring Spirit. Cool. Is this a coffee table book? Oh, whoa, bro. Oh, man, UFO engines always hooks me up. Look at this. Howdy, I got you. Oh, you know what? I sent, I sent UFO engines a little package. I sent them, like, a little package because of all the cool stuff that he always sends me and he says howdy i got your merch hey, okay so here are some of my postcard type things churn out i have an ancestor who was in who was into being amish but gave it up after all his sons left the farm and his wife died he moved in with one of his sons who lived in chicago and that son became a millionaire in the in insurance biz my, my dad told me all this in 1973 and i asked if we could put the bite on the rich in law for some college funds. <laughs> Dad said he was most likely dead and he had lost touch with that part of the clan decades ago. Bummer. Keep on trucking, UFO engines. Man, you are the best, bro. Thanks for the postcards. Thanks for the... What, sent me a, some money too, man. Dude, you're the best. Alright, man. I look forward to looking through this book. Thank you so much. Uneducated Economist, you guys let me know. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So we're out here cruising around in the woods, just seeing if there's any uh, chanterelles that we could find. And we came across these absolutely beautiful lobster mushrooms. They kind of look gross, but they're not. These things are in 
absolute beautiful shape. Um, lobster mushrooms, there are actually two mushrooms going on there. There's the original host mushroom and then another mushroom, a fungus, actually grows on top of it called Hypomyces loctiflorum. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I read it. Anyhow, makes these lobster mushrooms a absolute treat to get especially the ones that are in this good of shape. So I am looking forward to trying these ones out later. We'll cut them up and we'll show you a better picture of them here in a little bit. All right, so that's what we're looking for right there. Those are the chanterelles. And you kind of look for the color. That's how you spot them. So that's them. Uh, kind of have like... The way I kind of identify them is they kind of have like a string cheese kind of effect to them when you look at the stem. And they also have the gills that run down the stem, white on the inside, golden on the outside. So hopefully we find a few more of these, but that's what we're looking for, the chanterelles.